Hey guys, this is the Fan of Fan Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Topless. And for all you granddubbers out there, this podcast is for you. And we are delighted to be back at last for season three. It's been a long time coming, but here we go again. Uh, before we introduce our guest tonight, a few notices, and that is Match Day's Joe will be joining us as a co-host for the foreseeable. So I expect to see him on the podcast. And we are kicking off season three in style tonight as we are joined by West Brom fan and award-winning YouTube groundhopper, Will Burford. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, I'm really excited for tonight's episode. How are you guys doing? Good, thank you, mate. Thank you for coming. Great to see you at Solid Hill the other week. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good game. Uh, really good to experience the Stockport County fans as well. But uh, yeah, always great visiting. Uh, seeing a familiar face at the footy. Absolutely. So I said, well, once again, thank you for coming on and congratulations on the award winning. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll start off with that. So how, how does it feel, especially at such a young age to get, get the award? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a really good experience, to be honest. Obviously going down to London um, at such a young age, obviously I got um, a, a day off school as well, which was a massive bonus. Um, you know, it was a really professional award ceremony. I got to meet some really famous guys like the likes of Thogden, uh, some guys from Arsenal Fan TV, you know, some really big names. And, you know, the experience was just enough for me. But to go there and also win an award and obviously get interviewed by some people afterwards, it just made me feel really special and really proud that night. Well, like you said, you, you mentioned some big names there, Arsenal Fan TV. Fogden, um, Fog Dad as well. I mean, yeah, <laughs> love that guy. Probably one of the one of the people I would have loved to have on this podcast as well. He he just seems so down to earth. Uh, but as you can, as we see, you're a bagger. You're a West Brom fan. Um, so, what is your background in football? Uh, well, I, I really got into football probably from my parents. I was um, I, I started going to the Albion from a very young age. Um, you know, going to various different games. Uh, first one that I really sort of remember was beating Liverpool 3-0 on the first game of the season. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I started playing football from a young age as well. Um, I always used to go to, you know, a gym at my my local school and play on a Friday night with all the local kids. Um, I really enjoyed that. And I played in a team up until about 10 years old. I uh, really enjoyed it. And recently, more recently, I got, well, I originally got into non-league football as I got a season ticket for Tamworth, a free one, because uh, obviously I used to play for a local side and we used to train at the Lamb, home to Tamworth Football Club. And that's when I really started getting into non-league football. And from then on, I love uh, going to the Baggies. I'm a season ticket holder and I love visiting various grounds, ground hopping around the Midlands. And how many great grams are around the Midlands? Eh? Ben, you've got a lot to come for when you go start going down there, mate. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, well, it's, it's so one of them. I've I've done the big ones. I've done the the um, West Brom. The, the um, Kieran Dowell goal, what, what, we won 1-0 at the, the promotion season. Right, yeah. I, I was yeah. at that game as well. Yeah. yeah. We are just down there last week in the FA Cup when we lost to Wolves. I've done Villa plenty of times. Never actually seen us lose at Villa. Uh, so I've done uh, Walsall. I've done, I've done sort of the the league grounds. It, like I said, I've I've not touched any non-league grounds in that area as of yet. 
Hopefully uh, soon, that, though. That's what I was referring to, <laughs> the non-league yeah. rounds. Yeah. Not sort of yeah. Caulfield yet, mate. <laughs> I know. I, I, well, just from just from your your blog and stuff, it, it does seem like there's quite a few in that area What what's good to go to. Oh, mate, Lie Town as well. Honestly, well, you will not be disappointed. Hell not to mention Solihull Moors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is there any non-league sides in around your area what you sort of... Sort of check the results you're a bit of a fan of? Yeah, there's a few. Obviously, uh, I was speaking about them before the podcast started. Warsaw Wood is probably my most local side. Um, I've been there a few times this season. And I know a few of the guys from down there. And I, I quite regularly check their scores. I, I always do check check to see how they're getting on. Most recently, I went to Hale's Own Town and I was really impressed with them. So I think I'll be keeping a close eye on them for, uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, you know, I've I've got I follow them all on Twitter and check most of the results each weekend. So, but yeah, Warsawood, the team I probably follow the most. That team that broke me heart with Sharuk Town that year, all those years ago, last year a sixth form on a school night. Honestly, I'll, I'll expand on the story a lot more. Hopefully next week when Joe comes down. Hopefully, so, yeah, we were probably one of the best games I've ever seen at Sharuk Town ever out of the hundred times I've been there in the FA Vars to get a replay at 3-3 after extra time to go down there on a school night and have me on. Yeah. Was that, uh, was, that uh, uh, was that the same ground as they still play at, do you think? Or... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm hoping it looks a lot different than uh, what it looked like back then. <laughs> and I'm hoping the pitch is in better condition. By the KFC. Um, but at the same time, I can't sit here and slate the club. They're all the FA Vars. They always seem to do really well at. So fair play to the club. Yeah, it was interesting this year because they, they was going on quite a good run, and then uh, they actually got through. And um, they, I don't know if they sort of got kicked out because um, they fielded uh, a player that shouldn't have been playing. Obviously, got a red card in the previous game, which was a massive mm-hmm. shame because. Uh, I think they had a they, they had a good tie in the next round somewhere down south. So big shame. Oh dear. I think if I remember correctly, I think that year they beat Shirebrook. They went on to the quarterfinals. I think they went I think it was them that went to Guernsey. I think they went oh. to Guernsey and they went away. I think I think that was when they lost. And I think Guernsey at the time had just formed and they had like two thousand fans every um every game. I don't know if they get that now, but I think back then, Guernsey were four. I think that was when they lost in the quarterfinal. Wow. So, I mean, they got to the semis quite recently as well, didn't they? Yes. I heard, yeah. It's, it's their competition, the FA Vars. So, I think, you know, the FA Vars tie also would always be a tasty affair. <laughs> Definitely. But another one, you know, I've got to mention, you said to me at Solihull, Hales Owen Town is a must. Oh, definitely. Um, I went there the other day and the, the atmosphere there is incredible. Yeah, it's also one of the uh, Mike Bailey's 100 grams to visit in the UK as well. All right, yeah. So the ground's nice as well, I'm guessing. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. It's got a, a nice bit of character about it. Yeah. Fab. So when it comes to ground up in there, what is it you like the most about ground up in? What got um, you into it? Well, what got me into it was... <sighs> I didn't really start ground hopping until 
about last year, really, um, I started getting into non-league football a bit more. Obviously, I couldn't go to the Albion. So I originally started off by following Tamworth. I went to a few of their home games and then I went to watch them away from home against Alvachurch as well. And that really got me into it. Um, it really got me... Well, I, I really enjoyed my day at Alvachurch. I enjoyed visiting a new ground. And from then on, I sort of visited a new ground each week. And um, yeah, I really I really enjoy it. I enjoy the, the unpredictable about um, visiting non-league grounds and ground hopping. Uh, I like, with a lot of non-league grounds, you go there and you don't really know what to expect. When I visit non-league grounds, um, you know, so all grounds are different, all grounds are unique, but, um, yeah. you know, it's about setting facilities, what the pitch is like, how good, how good of a condition the pitch is in. Um, and also the atmosphere, uh, the fans, are they making some noise? Uh, a bit like, Jake does with his uh, blog, um, assesses various different things, and that's what I look out for when I ground hop. Perfect. So, like you said, one of the things you sort of you notice with non-league is it is a full of volunteers. So it's always nice to be sort of felt welcome into it when you, especially when you go to a new ground, because there is an occasion where you don't, and. There's been quite a few um, teams where grand have said, "Oh well, they don't, they didn't feel welcome here, there," and sort of felt like they didn't, they didn't want them to be there. They felt like they were pushed away. But then, when you think about it, without ground uppers, some of these grounds wouldn't get the attendance to do. Especially like the, this season, we have the NCEL ground up week weekends um, coming up quite soon. Um, some of the teams there, the attendance is just going to skyrocket because of the what it is. So it is good to, in my opinion, to try and make all fans welcome. Whether or not you're not a fan, you're just there as a ground upper. 100%, yeah. Uh, it, it is always nice. And again, I don't want to keep talking about Warsaw Wood, but that, that's what I like about the club. It's not a big club, but everyone there the manager and all the volunteers are so welcoming and that's another thing that I like to assess when I go to a ground so like, like we've discussed already there's quite a few grounds in, in the, the Midlands area non-league and in, in league football but what would you sort of say the best ground is in your area I'm, I'm sure you might be biased and say the whole phones but as biased as you like, mate. Don't worry. Be as biased as you like. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. This will be interesting, I, this, by the way. <laughs> I can't lie. I'm going to get the Hawthorns out of the way. That is obviously going to be my favourite ground. Um, but, again, um, in terms of pure setting and a really beautiful setting, you can't beat Belper Town when I visited them. Um, I thought <laughs> it's just... With the church in the background, all the you know hills, it, it it's just incredible, and um, I really enjoyed my day there. Um, in terms of non-league facilities, AFC Talford, that's probably got to be the best non-league ground I've visited for facilities. Um, in terms of probably football league grounds, then when I went to the Emirates away with West Brom, um, 
wasn't a great day for the baggies. We lost 1-0, but I was really impressed uh, with the Emirates. Uh, it's a really nice modern ground. Um, it's a shame because they had some nice comfy foam seats, but I never got to sit in them because all the baggies fans were standing up. But yeah, the Emirates is probably the best ground I've visited away from home. And also um, the Coventry Building Society Arena as well. I went there this season away with the baggies and uh, the home fans... It was, a, it was a decent atmosphere from the home fans. They created, they, they made quite a bit of noise. Yeah, well, some some great, great um, grounds in there. Emirates, again, I agree. Um, I was lucky enough to visit it just before we got sh- we shot into lockdown. I've only been there once, but yeah, a great experience. And I mean, there's probably quite a lot of character what's been lost in regards to the hybrid hybrid ground, but it is really modern. And like I said, it, we, we were quite close to the um, the own fans where, where, where we were stood as well. So the band, what you got with it, I, it's just a great experience. And um, when we was there as well, they have like a little, because it's a bit like a circle, the ground, they have uh, markings outside. I don't know if you saw it when you were there, Will, and people run around it. And that they do, that's how they do their sort of jogging. And you can measure, oh, well, if you go from this point to this point, you've done sort of like half a mile and stuff. So there's quite a lot of people sort of jogging around, around when we was there as well. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I would say about the Emirates, though, is especially when I was there, the food wasn't great. <laughs> I had a sausage roll and it broke in my hand. I uh, wasn't <laughs> impressed with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I'm sure the prices wasn't the best as well <laughs> being that bank, being in London. But yeah, I, I, I again, that's another thing I agree with. Um, part one of the things I've managed to do uh, this season to try and get some of my friends to come along as well. You know, why don't you, if, if, as well as the football, why don't you try something in the local area? So we've sort of looked at Forty Grand as well. We're trying to get some ideas where to go just from the Forty Grand. Um, when we went to Molyneux the other week, we saw um, it was the masala, was it masala chips, I think it was, from one of the, from outside the ground in the little um, fan zone. Um, so we had to try them. Um, so <coughs> footage grand at the moment, big shout out to them because it, it's making me want to go to some grounds just to try it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I watched, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of Ellis from Away Days. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I watched his recent video at Bristol City and the concourse looks amazing and the amount of variety of food they had uh, that they were selling looks incredible. So if you're looking for um, a good place to buy some food at the footy, Bristol City is definitely a suggestion. Yeah. I've not said it to people, but out of the 92, the next ground I want to do is Bristol City because I just, I just the outside of the ground looks good. The inside of the ground looks good since it's been dark. And when I saw, I watched the video as well. I saw that concourse. I thought, <laughs> really? Yeah, it looks beautiful. Last, uh, last time, last time I went to Bristol City, they didn't have to stand behind the goal. It was just getting built. So yeah. I do believe we play them soon. So if you want to come watching United, you can try and sort something out. But you, uh, you might not, um, you might not get the concourse. <laughs> I'm hoping to go to Bristol City away with the Albion uh, this season so hopefully I'll get there decent atmosphere there it looks as well yep yeah. I remember watching um, 
Fusion Josh's video when they played Swansea. Like yeah. both sets of fans were incredible that day. I'm sure I'd have probably given ten out of ten, <laughs> probably because both of them were crass. <laughs> but I think I think I might hold out for next season when they when they do play a Welsh team again, Swansea or Cardiff, if Cardiff still there is. Yeah. But uh, the only yeah. reason we acted like that to the grounds you mentioned there is because Belper Town is right at the top of my list. Like I really want to go there. And after I saw Joe's video the other week, I think. <laughs> I, I, did, I might have to go there again because I didn't actually see Belper Town player. I saw Belper United. Uh, yeah. So I might have to go. It's an excuse to go back and watch Belper Town in action. It'd be good to do one, one of them in the daytime and one of them in the nighttime and then do, judge them, really. Yeah. So you don't get the views at night, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Well, while we're touching on the grounds, then is there any grounds you'd like to visit what you've not been to? Um, the one that really stands out for me is um, Ibrox uh, Rangers because um, my my dad's a big Rangers fan. I, I'm quite I, I quite like Rangers, and um, you know I've seen a lot of YouTube videos, and the atmosphere there looks absolutely incredible. The passion from the fans and it's also a really nice old school ground as well. The outside of it looks good. And I just think it would be a really interesting uh, day to go, a day out. Against Celtic, yes. of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, both the, ground, both the grounds do look incredible, but I do believe Rangers is at, um, top of the list more than the others. Um, what One of the things I got as a, a Christmas present this year was it's a scratch map, um, so it's got I've got an English scratch map and a Scotland one because I, I've I've said for quite a long time I've not visited any grounds in Scotland and I kind of want to now try it. I, I want I want to try and get to as many different countries and see different grounds as possible. So we've got a trip coming to Venice in March, where we're hoping Touchwood that we um we we get to go to the game when Venezia plays Sampdoria, um, but. I also want to kind of get this scratch map going and completing it basically before the new one comes out. So, is there any is there any teams maybe in Scotland as what what you'd like to go to apart from the sort of the two big ones in Glasgow? Um, it's interesting you say that. I can't say there's one that I have in my mind, but I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube. The you know a lot of lower league. Um, Scottish teams create a decent bit of atmosphere. I think I've seen County Hearts on YouTube. Um, they've got a good section of youth who make a bit of noise for them. And yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting place. I, I'd like to do a bit of, uh, I'd like to see a bit of the non-league football as well. Yeah. What about yourselves? If you, uh... I, I've not experienced it. Like I said, I, I do want to try and get it soon, but we, we do have, um, sort of like a little group chat we have um, and there's some of the lads were constantly going up to Scotland and putting the, the pictures in and there's some very picturesque grounds in there especially with the higher up Scotland you go so yeah it, it's just which one to tick off first and then we'll go from there but I do want to go there as soon as possible I don't know about you Jake John O'Groves FC I'm on my way come on <laughs> but, but no, I mean, I mean, the Scottish fan bases that you see are absolutely incredible. Um, 
I'm hoping to do a Scottish and Welsh round this season. I'm sure the Welsh want to be Newport County next month with Mansfield, but uh, in in Scotland, I've always been always kept an eye on it. There's, there are some picturesque grounds out there. I saw in the Mike Bailey's book as well. Our Broth was one of them. That one's quite a popular one for ground uppers. Is that the um, team that played uh, Hearts yesterday? Or no. I'm it not, might have I'm been. I'm not too sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, our oh, Broth's one. Inverness Caledonian Thistles, another one as well. And uh, Joe's been telling me about uh, you know somebody who can sort us out an Aberdeen ticket one day. So there's another one for us as well. But um, Scotland, definitely, I want to get there sometime. I can remember listening to a podcast the other night from uh, Dan, the footballer, isn't that as well, once? And he had a few people on from Queen of the South. Yeah. So there's there's one that could be done. Not too far past the border either, not too far from Carlisle, that area. So, uh, you know, there, there's another one definitely on the list. But yeah, I think, roll I on think, Scotland. Uh, I think you'd be welcomed at Scottish clubs as well. Um, yeah. You know, um, they would like, especially the non-league clubs, they, they would be really interested to see English fans come in and to, to watch them play. Yeah. Yeah. But going, going back to best grounds, I, I, I'll be kicking myself if I don't mention this. I can't believe I didn't mention it a minute ago. Um, the Santiago Bernabeu. Uh, oh. That was a present for my 10th birthday. And... Um, yeah, that was an incredible experience. I went to watch Real Madrid versus Valencia, and uh, Ronaldo game as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ronaldo missed a penalty, but he also scored in my corner and did obviously his signature celebration. So uh, yeah, yeah, some ground. I'd like to go there again. I, I think they've done a bit of renovations there. So yeah, yeah. something to the roof, I believe. Yeah, because they were were playing quite a few games at their training ground last season when it was behind closed doors. I think that's when it would get the renovations on the ground. Yeah, by Liverpool in the uh, Champions League. Yeah, Yeah. I think I was watching uh, the uh, against Barcelona last year and they was playing in the the training ground, which again looks a pretty nice ground for a training ground. (laughs) It 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 gets into our league too easily. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those sort of grounds. I, th- I think Real Madrid B play there. Um, yeah. So oh again, yeah. You know, another another team to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, <coughs> pardon me. It's one of them as well, especially because I mean, I know you you've been this season, Jake, when you went to see Manchester City women's team. But yep. the, the 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 stadium they have there for the youth set up at Manchester City, that's good enough to be. A League Two side. I mean, is it was yeah. it seven thousand seat, seven thousand seater? Yeah, it's got two terraces behind each goal. Yeah, yeah. Like, only, only little, but again, it's enough. Yeah, it's it's bigger than some of the probably bigger than some of the grounds what are in League Two. And yeah, I mean, first now being League One, only old yeah. six thousand, I think. So yeah, and. It, there is quite a few youth cells. What's happening now? I mean, Manchester City, yes, or Manchester United. They play is it Lee, Lee Sports Village? That yeah. that's not a bad ground. So it's another league football league ground. That if they want yeah. it to be. Yeah. Am I right? It seems quite a lot of rugby sports played there though as well. Yeah, uh, Lee Centurions play there as well. Yeah. But yeah, you hear the story of Salford City. They're moving grounds to another rugby ground, uh, just okay. outside the Trafford Centre next season. Uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, there's another reason to go back. 
And I think and that's that's great for us that they've put Salford City as Mansfield's last away game of the season. <laughs> so I'll have to wait for both of them. Yeah. But yeah, the, a, the AJ Bell Stadium next to the Trafford Centre where um, Sale Sharks, I believe, play. They'll be home to Salford City as of next season. 12,000 capacity. Well, you see, it's, it's, um, it's been interesting to watch how they've progressed as a club, really. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and now you could argue they're a, they are an established League 2 side. Mm. Yeah. The fact fan base is still pretty small, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, Wellstone Raider, he'd have a field day once you're watching them away from home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it is one of them, though, and it is. A lot of people don't like it because of who's in charge and how they got there. But you can, you can see, obviously, the amount of money was being pumped into it just to get them up the leagues. But they sustained it now. And what's to say they might not get higher in, in seasons to come? Yeah. Well, I think it's just football, isn't it? You see it at the highest level and the lowest level, m- money brings you success sometimes and yeah yeah that is that is true especially if you spend it wisely and as well and get get a squad from it not not a team full of individuals yeah that's important as well definitely i mean you could you could argue now with with ronaldo coming back to man u and the the big egos there's always rumors that he's fallen out with somebody so even though he's a fantastic player, the best, if not the best, if not one of the best in the world, he's going to have that debate. But if you're going to settle and settle aside, sometimes is it, do you think, is it worth having him? But when, when you're scoring goals and you can contribute to a team, it's a tough, it is a tough one. I think he just overall brings a lot of money to the club as well. You know, shirt sales, Definitely, ticket, yeah. tourists, everyone wants to come watch him play. So, yeah. And it's, I completely agree. I'm the same. It's like one of the reasons now I want to go to um, PSG. Hopefully, this season, if, if we can get into France with, with all the um, restrictions, it's just a squinty messy play again. I've seen Ronaldo play a few times, but I've not seen Messi play live. So that is one thing I'd regret if I don't if, if I don't see him. Well, while we're on that topic as well, what who would you say the best player you've seen live is? Uh, I, I would say it's difficult to look past Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, I just uh, I I personally think he's the best player in the world and. One of the best, the greatest ever players. Um, but if I if I was to have a look at it, maybe past him, maybe someone like Sergio Aguero, maybe or Steven Gerrard. I mean, I, I've been lucky enough to see some great players play. How about yourselves? I, I'll agree with Sergio Aguero. Um, I'm not so much about that guy. What likes to dive for? Um, the, for Liverpool. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We're not getting yeah, Luis Suarez, yeah. He was, he was a bit of a cheap one. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> De Bruyne. Um, and the reason I say that is in, in the Premier League season, we 
But every time we played Man U, I think the worst we lost, sorry, Manchester City, the worst we lost was a 2-0. We never got beat by him, but it always seemed to be Kevin De Bruyne with that pinpoint pass right the right moment just to get that assist for him to go, um, go on to score. And he's just incredible to watch. He can he can create chances from nothing, really. And some of the balls, what he can swing in, I just think is arguably one of the best players I've seen. I have seen Ronaldo live, but I've also seen Ronaldo miss an open net at Bramall Lane. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold my hands up and say, <laughs> I'm going to say Kevin De Bruyne. I don't think. What about you, Jake? It's got to be Steven Gerrard for me, honestly. <laughs> the guy's incredible. No bias. <laughs> but well, I've, obviously seen, I've, I've obviously seen some incredible performances in games over the years I can remember I was there at Sheffield United and Andy Vyman scored a hat-trick for Bristol City when they lost 3-2 you yeah. know stuff like that you know I've seen some incredible performances over the years as well but as a player I've, I've got to say Gerard what a guy <laughs> yeah well th- this is the thing he, he is a captain and you, you can tell even when you go back to there's pictures and he's smiling at the Everton fans, you know, he's got one over on him. Yeah. And he's still there for a minute. He's still Liverpool through and through, even though he's been away from the club for quite a while now. Yeah. Not left him, has it? No. He'll be no. back there one day as manager, certainly. I definitely think so as well. <clears throat> but I have to say, the best left foot I've ever seen has got to be Chris Brunt. <laughs> yeah, absolute wand. Yeah, it's a shame he played for over half at Sheffield, but <laughs> yeah, he was a great player. He's <laughs> probably one of the few players what I did say was I did probably like what, what I've played for them. But yeah, I mean, some some of the goals that he scored as well, especially especially for you, some crackers. So yeah, I do agree yeah, with that yeah. one. De- definitely my favourite ever player. Mine, mine retired quite a long time ago. Chris Morgan, he, he's my favourite Sheffield United all-time player. It's currently Chris Basham. Give the man a contract. You know he's only got six months left or whatever on it. Give him a new one. But overall, John Terry, he's mine. Wow. Well, do you know it might surprise you? I've mentioned Stephen Gerrard to you. Obviously, I love the man to bits, but the one player. That I really, really did love. The one player I loved when I first got into football was Michael Owen. Yeah, honestly, he, I mean, I remember watching Brazil World uh, World Cup in two thousand and two. Michael Owen was my favourite. Honestly, I love the man, and him, along with Stephen Gerrard, is the reason why I've always supported Liverpool as a kid. You know, fantastic. And why I wanted to be a striker because of Michael Owen. I love the man, and absolutely gutted that he signed for Man United later on in his career. No, but I was more heartbroken when he signed for Newcastle, to be honest, because I wanted him back. Would have loved it. But there you go. I just remember when he scored against Brazil. Oh, man, what a moment. Yeah, I mean, he he was a fantastic player. It was just the injuries towards the end of his career what did it. I mean, yeah. Was it his his ankle he did? In. I think it's ACL against, against against Sweden in in, in the group yeah. stage for England. In 2000. Um, he was he fell funny and did his ACL in 
And I don't think he was. He broke his foot that season, and yeah. he just managed to get himself fit in time. And I think, uh, well, he, he said it himself. His family's got a history of silly muscular injuries, unfortunately. So uh, it's just one of them, really. But even to the end of his career, he always scored goals wherever he played for. Yeah. So you, you can never take that away from him. It's just a shame that he's a terrible commentator. <laughs> <laughs> and and an, well, another striker what I I liked, especially growing up as kid, he's he's just left ranges, and that was Jermaine Defoe. It, what oh, a what a guy. an overall. It, it, if he's one and one with a keeper, he's the player you, you'd expect to be finishing it nine times out of yeah. ten. Incredible player. Definitely. Right, so I know we've we've gone a bit into the league football but if we if we go back to the uh, non-league is there any sort of fan bases or um you've enjoyed um from the non-league sides um yeah th- th- there's two that stand out for me um Colville Town's definitely one um their home atmosphere was really good when I went there I think winning 6-1 that day probably helped it, but um, they have their own shed end, which make quite a bit of noise. Um, and again, we've mentioned them before, but Hales Owen Town, that, I, I went there the other day and their the, the fans were incredible. They didn't stop throughout the whole game. And I've seen them away from home against Chase Town as well. Really good fans. And um, also Stalbridge, uh, I saw them away. Um, and they had a drummer as well, so <laughs> Alton nice. Town. I remember that video very well. Yeah, Alton Town. I just want to mention it. I just want to mention it to you as well. If you, if you read my blogs, you know who the Mary Miller is. I can remember you filming. There's a part where you film the players walk out, and there's right. a, a little lad with his camera <laughs> just at the other side. Oh, sure, that's what I'm talking about. Really, Hopkinson, <laughs> if you're watching, <laughs> yeah, it was on there. I'm like, hey, there he is. There he is. That, that was the game he went to because I know he went to Carlton Town once, and that was the game, yeah. <laughs> so you got him on camera, but yeah, um, yeah, I watched that video. Starbridge brought a drum, they were fantastic, weren't they? And they yeah. seem to have a lot of uh, midweek games, uh, in, in Birmingham. So, uh, I'll get my car keys ready for when that time comes again. Well, I think the uh, the, the play away at. Hensford this Tuesday, which I'm slightly interested in uh, going to, but without without being playing on Wednesday, I might have to give it a miss. But that that'll be a that should be a good game. Yeah. What what about um, experience then? What what what's the best and the worst you've experienced? We'll say any football here, but it could be anything as well. Is this in terms of match day experience or fans? Yeah. Ma- match, match day or fans? Anything involving going to a football match? Well, um, I think uh, I really liked Derby County when I went there. I thought um, I thought their match day experience was really good, and uh, the home atmosphere was really impressive. Um. Man United's always special when you go to Old Trafford. Obviously, you know, um, 70,000 people, the theatre of dreams, um, all the home fans singing glory, glory, Man United. It's a special place to visit. Um, in terms of non-league, um, in terms of non-league, who am I going to go for? Um, 
I don't want to keep saying the same clubs. So Tamworth played some nice tunes before their games. Um, and it's a nice little ground. But yeah, how about yourself? Is there any real special ones? Well, for non-league, FC United of Manchester. <laughs> I mean, but they're, they're one. I'd love to see your take on it. Joe's been there. I'd like to see your take on that ground. I think that'd be one for you to do, definitely for your channel. Well, um, I'll go to say, as a Liverpool fan, by the way, what a club. <laughs> Another yeah. Man United base, but what a club. They have some say, chance. Um, Fantastic. That, that, that's the one non-league ground I want to visit. Um, yeah. FC United Manchester. Yeah. Lovely I've, ground as well. I think I've seen, has Joe been there before? I think I've seen one of his yes. videos. Um, it looks really good. Yeah. I mean, and he went there on the day they got relegated and the atmosphere was still class. <laughs> that's what it means. You know what I mean? I mean, if you, yeah. if you put that lot in the Stretford end, Man United have got the best, best atmosphere in England. That's my opinion, personally. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Um, another, another, another. What I want to touch on there. Obviously, you went to Hell's Own the other week. I saw that video. They played Stamford. Now, um, Joe went to Stamford. Uh, I think the day before, I saw you at Solihull, and uh, their fan base looked class. So, when I asked, what, what was their fan base any good at Hell's Own, or were they drowned out? Uh, they brought a few, but. It wasn't a great performance from their team on the day, to be fair. But, um, yeah, they made a little bit of noise. Yeah. But, so, I mean, there's another one for you. I think I, I, I did watch Joe's video, but I, I didn't really put the two together. That um, that was Stamford when I went to watch Hales Owen. But yeah. now you say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that um, looks a nice ground as well. Yeah, I'm sure I think. I mean, Il Il Ilkiston's got another good fan base. I mean, I thought they were class that day I went. A group of uh, teenagers, really big group. They were fantastic, giving it large. They're another good fan base. Um, I've got to mention it on here. But my, my still still my favourite video with Joe, Brighouse Town. <laughs> Not just because of the, how, how the game went, but a group of lads, about, about 10 of them. Absolutely fantastic. And only a few of them. It's not going to drown out the ground with, the, with their noise, but it's the effort that, and thought that counts, isn't it? So, Scunthorpe looks good when you went there as well. Oh, Scunthorpe, fantastic. It's, it's such a shame that uh, where they are compared to where they have been over um, over the last couple of years. But yeah, there, there was a lot of them. And even at bottom of the league, they're still getting the pyros. I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> well, one... Um... Atmosphere or fan base, I'm surprised you didn't actually go for was um to Denneby, the Denneby main. Well, went to? Them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if, if you let me finish, then <laughs> 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 honestly, Denneby main for county senior division one, not even premier. I mean, I don't know if they're there every single weekend because I, apparently I heard on that day there was a group of lads from Manchester, and obviously we couldn't go to the football league grounds at the time, but I know there were a few Donny Rovers fans in there. Because they were singing about every South Yorkshire club. We hate your Barnsley. We do. Oh, <laughs> Rotherham, we hate you. You know, that, that, that sort of thing. But they did let a pyre off when they scored. You know what I mean? So there is that. But uh, yeah, that'd be main. I'm going to hope that those boys go every week because they were incredible. They were. For sure. I mean, it, only, yeah. there's, there's so many out there that have got fan bases. I mean, yeah, obviously, well, I know. I don't know about the away fans, but Workshop Town have quite a good following uh, for their home games. I'd, I'd say they're better at home. 
than yeah. no way. After 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 seeing at Rossington Main the other night, I think yeah. they're a great home fan base, definitely. So um, I'm trying to think like non-league with a good atmosphere too. Um, I saw a Chester fans away at Telford. Yeah, York, York yeah. City as well. Another one. York City were that they're a sleeping giant. They sh- they shouldn't be in this league. That they, they should be in the football league. They're that sort of club. Darlington. Um, Darlow as well, yeah. Fantastic. You know, it's such a shame that it's come to what it is. Um, but there's so many big clubs down there. Sleeping giants. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, but, you um, to look at national... Not, not non-league with an atmosphere. I mean, I, I would obviously love to mention Sharbrook Town, but uh, that group's dissipated, unfortunately. <laughs> but that, back in its heyday, that would have been one, definitely. I think one that... Um... It's really sad, in my opinion, is Nuneaton Borough. When I went there earlier on in the season, it was really flat there. And mm. I know they're not they're not a massive club, but they have been they have been in the past a, a decent sized yeah. club, and they're having a poor season this season. And yeah, uh, I'd love to see what Kizzy's takes would be on that one. <laughs> they looked pretty stable when we saw him in pre-season against Newquay. But um, obviously they are by the league and they have been uh, national league level at one point, which again is quite sad to see. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with some teams is once they get into a, a downfall, it can't stop. And they've seen it with quite a few. I mean, you look at Redford United now, they was in a they was in a better position than what they are. At the minute it looks like they've got a chance of getting promotion, but is that because of the money they've invested? Because it's Manfred Towns only what owns them as well, right? Yeah. So John Bradford and uh, Caroline, yeah. Yeah. So, but have you um have either of you been to Banbury United? Banbury. Um, I, I tried. I looked at getting tickets for the FA Cup game. It's Barrow, but I couldn't get any, so um, I haven't yet. But it looked like they're running away with the league this season. Yeah, uh, well, I haven't been there, but I think that's definitely a club I'd quite like to visit. Yeah, it's not one what I've been, I've been to yet. But touching touch on that, the next new ground I go to will be the 150 landmark, which slowed down a bit, but that's what happens when you're now watching United. Can, 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 you know, I can remember when I first met you, I was well behind you in grounds. He was. You're 150. And I'm on. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah, but well, it, it's one of them with the new job and stuff. I it's it's just so hard. But coaching football myself, you, I mean you you've experienced it with me. Yeah. When you're finishing at eight, unless there's a game what's really, really local to you, what you can just get to. It's it's tough. Unless there's floodlights just over there, you ain't got a chance, have you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, did you um? How many games did you do last season, Jake? Because I saw on Twitter, was it over a hundred? On my calendar year for 2021, it was 114 games in 114 different grounds. So wow. I'm looking to beat that feat this this year. <laughs> well, I mean, for a year that was interrupted with COVID, that is very impressive. Yeah, how much would it have been otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we'll never know, will we? But uh, I mean, especially now, 
a qualified driver with a car as well. That, that'll obviously uh, take off a little bit more. But um, yeah, they have to road, guys. They have to roads. <laughs> yeah, get, get get on the roads, pedestrians. Um, <laughs> but I've still I've been to field million ages. No wonder they call me a Tim Pot fan. <laughs> you know, what was BBC Radio Nottingham thinking getting me on when there's all the pluralities out there? <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm going to ask. I'm going to introduce a new question for us. Uh, starting season three. But start with Will. What, what is the best stand you've seen at a ground? What's best the best stand, stand would you say? And again, be as biased as you like. But we don't mind it. <laughs> the Smevic End or the Brummy Road <laughs> at the Hawthorns. <laughs> um, but no, um, best stand. When I went to Real Madrid, they had a massive group of ultras which I thought were really cool, um, all yeah. wearing white T-shirts and had massive flags at the start of the game. I thought that was really impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. A, few, a, few, a few shed ends in the non-league shed football. <laughs> um, yeah. Not really <laughs> too short other than that. Um, trying to think. Going. I think I've got one, and I might come back to that one. Um, well, whilst I've got mine at the top of my head, I'll go for it, and I'm going to go for Philadelphia Union's ground. So they've got a they've got a stand, and behind it, you've got just a bridge. So it's so, it's so picturesque. You've got the bridge in the background. You got the stand with the ultras in, and as a neutral, it is it is probably one of the best I've seen. And in regards to the three MLS games I went to, it it's the best. So that's mine, Philadelphia Unions. I don't know what the stand is called, but that's the one. I mean, I, I, mean- I, I, I picked out three stands that I really liked when we travelled so far. Uh, one of them really local to you, Will, Lie Town. It's nothing too special. I don't know if you've been to Lie Town, but that stand behind the goal, that looping roof, that was just a standing area. But you don't, you don't see looping roofs anyway. Do you know what uh, I mean? No. Like, that's what I loved about it, because it's so unique. Um, the other one is Alfreton Town, behind that far goal. Um, that one's really nice. I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan of Alfreton's ground, but I did like that stand. An awful lot. I thought that was class. And then the, the third one was uh, Exeter City, behind the goal, which I think out of the three is probably my favourite, just because it's a dying breed, especially in the Football League. I think that one behind the goal, the standing terrace, I think it's fantastic. So I'll probably say that was free. I think going back to it, um, that one at Redditch is quite interesting um, yes. on the side. That um, very, very similar to Alfred and Towns one. That one behind the goal, yeah, yeah. And um, I uh, say the the away when you go to Newcastle away, I, I went there with West Brom. I was back, a second to back row, and I think it's about half a mile from the centre circle. You're that high up. I think it's I think I think it's wow. three quarters of a mile to uh, the the uh, the goal line at the opposite end. Three quarters of a mile. It was <laughs> yeah. Just and, while um, I've got you as well, I'm going to share the screen. So this is what it sort of looks like. What we're trying to get at. Yeah, I don't know if you can see it. So that's there. The bridge in the background. These are the 
ultras here. So something like that. But it's just a, it's just a great, great place. And that's, Where did that's, you say that was? Philadelphia? Yeah, Philadelphia Unions. Um, so being there, being there twice now, and probably the probably probably the team. What I'd say is now my MLS team from it. I, I just think it's a cracking, incredible stadium. What What was football like out there? With the with the fans passionate? What What was the atmospheres like and uh, the attitude towards it? Different is the best way to describe it. So with all of this story. <laughs> if you go if you go for the generic English away day or English football matches, get up, you go for a drink, you go to the um to the pub. Whereas this one is you get up, you tailgate with a barbecue in car park, and then you go to the ground and then someone comes and fetches you a drink of candy floss. Um <coughs> <laughs> they don't like to do in uh, cartoons where they sell candy flasks. There's always them coming around, but the atmosphere is well. I got I got near enough kicked out of Philadelphia Union's ground for celebrating next to the, the New York City fans, and supposedly I was going too hard in my celebrations that didn't like it. So it's different. Um, it's the atmosphere is completely different. It's more like a party atmosphere with the drumming and stuff. Um, the chants are awful. <laughs> there was one, sir. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, Philadelphia Unions, the announcer was reading Chicago Fire's um, team out and all, all you could hear was, Sucks! Oh. Bastion Schweinsteiger, Sucks! <laughs> and you're like, oh, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I do think I do think the football is is getting better each season. I mean, you can look at some of the players what are now playing in the MLS. I mean, even now, you you well, you've got the Higuain brothers playing for is it Inter Miami. Um, Phil Phil Neville's a manager out there, so it's it's getting still gets the big names season in season out. So I just think it's just it's just going to get better. But, Something that always grabs my interest is Australian football as well. Um, the, the, especially in, I think, Sydney and Melbourne, the fans out there are really passionate. And um, I've seen, um, you know, documentaries about the Sydney Derby and Western Sydney Wanderers versus, I think, Sydney FC. And the atmosphere looks incredible. And uh, I think that yeah. would be a really interesting journey and adventure to go on to watch a bit of Australian football yeah and I think while you're out there you'd have to go watch some cricket as well <laughs> <laughs> well after I were done in Ashes we, we never we never do well down under but some of the batting performances in this series has been awful <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. It, it's got to be great you've just got to try Maybe. and get into the country haven't you Maybe not uh, watch England out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it wouldn't last very long it, any, anyway. I can remember. I can remember. I had me prom in Nottingham in sixth form. 
Uh, I remember we, staying at the, we were at the Park Plaza Hotel, that poshest uh, hotels in Nottingham, in the summer 2013. I can remember one of the lads went downstairs, just on lift, to go fetch something. And as he walking out the door, the Australian cricket team were walking in. Oh, we wow. were on that eighth floor. And he was a cricket fan. And he, he went, uh, good day. Like, All right, mate. Like, honestly, the players walked in. They were staying in the hotel as we were having our prom. Because like, wow. they played the first test was at Trent Bridge that year. And like they got back upstairs. Right, did. And he said to the other cricket, massive cricket fan, mate, like, Australian players are staying here. Like, honestly, <laughs> his face was a picture when he told him that. Like, wow. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure if people know this about me, but cricket is probably arguably my, my favourite sport. Um, I play a lot of cricket um, to quite a decent standard. And yeah, I really do like my cricket. Um, I'm not sure how much you guys know about cricket, but um, one of my favourite sporting days ever was day four, Headingley in 2019, the Ashes. Ben Stokes tore the Aussie bowlers apart to win us the game. Uh, that was absolutely incredible. And it links in with atmospheres as well. That The atmosphere inside that ground that day was insane. Wow. Yeah, I, I've, I've always heard that... <coughs> I mean, I've, I've heard that some of the cricket atmospheres is great. I know um, Yorkshire sometimes plays in Scarborough and the, the, the tickets sell out within minutes. It, it's, it's that popular. Um, they always the the white rose and the red rose derby. That, that yeah. that's always a big one, even though Yorks has been on some end of some losses with them recently. But the interesting fact for you, especially, is uh, Bramall Lane used to be a Test cricket venue. Yeah, uh, well, Bramall Lane <laughs> your... with Bill Mill as well, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Bramall Lane is the only stadium to hold an English cricket game in the English. International football game. There's oh wow, wow! <laughs> Why are you was the, the blog? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't. I wasn't there to see the cricket. I was there to watch the football. <laughs> <clears throat> that can be for your ear, right? When you come and revisit us again, and it gets yeah, forty hours. Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not for a few seasons. <laughs> so. Last question then before we ask the um the, the you to sum up ground up in who would you say is the best derby or the best like sort of fan rivals? Like, like I said, we've we've had Derby Forest, what what was on yesterday. There's quite a few Midlands derbies. You've got the big derbies, Liverpool, Everton, if you want to call it. <laughs> what what would you say is the most fierce one in what you'd like to go and watch? Uh, I, I couldn't really look past Rangers versus Celtic. I think there are, I suppose a lot of people probably say that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that, that, it just looks incredible. The passion both, both teams have, the hatred towards each team's, uh, yeah, it's incredible. I think, um, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I always keep my eye on it is the second city derby, Birmingham City versus Aston Villa, that's another good derby, a proper football derby. Um, yeah, um, I've never actually experienced the West Brom versus Wolves derby because other than last year when fans weren't allowed uh, 
to go to the grounds. We haven't played each other for a very long time. We seem to always escape each other whenever we go up, they go down, <laughs> vice versa. But um, yeah, it'd have to be Rangers versus Celtic. I'm not sure how many people probably say that on the podcast, but. Not Boca Juniors versus River Plate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, um, there's a few in the. Uh, in uh, Europe, uh, yeah, the Prague derby, which yes, <laughs> incredible, and uh, yeah, Belgrade, yeah, the Belgrade derby, <laughs> and uh, few. Uh, I think uh, again, looking back at uh, the away days YouTube channel, I think he went to uh, somewhere in Romania earlier on this season. Can't it, remember. Bucharest. I think yeah that. Yeah, that was, Sour yeah. versus somebody, I think. Is it Rapid Bucharest? Have they got a team? I think that might be them. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. But I, <laughs> I would almost be a bit scared to go to a game like that. It's uh, with all the ultras. Yeah. But be an incredible uh, experience. 100%. Definitely. Is it like you said, though? It's just one of them. You wouldn't know what to expect. You wouldn't know what to do especially if you don't know the area and no. the surroundings knowing, knowing your look you'd be, you'd be walking down road and it's a it's where they all meet or something or congregate but <coughs> like I said there's some fierce starbies so I, I agree with the Rangers and Celtic one I would love yeah. to be uh, I wouldn't even care which ground it's at I'd just love to be there because well, I mean uh... I mean, Sheffield United versus Sheffield Wednesday, I suppose, is always interesting. Uh, Sunderland versus Newcastle. Yeah. Two proper derbies. Yeah. I've, not not, well, not Mansfield-Chesterfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, well, I think it's all part of derby days, though. You, you very rarely go to a big rivalry game and not witness a fantastic atmosphere and uh, they're all different in different ways. They're all unique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, I, I'd say the one that I want to go to because I haven't been to one yet is a West Brom versus Wolves game. That yeah. definitely be top of my list. Yeah. Well, if we get promoted again this season, hopefully. Yeah. Well, if it, sure it looks how... like it might be a playoff spot at the minute. Mm. But... I'm not sure how well we would do against the Wolves at the moment. Either we always seem to pull a result out of the bag against them. Yeah, you've just got to man mark the, the Mr. Baby Oil or whatever he puts on him at half-time and full time. <laughs> start of games, Adama, Adama Traore. Well, when we went the other day, and it was the sun was blooming and he was just shining because he's just got that much whatever gets rubbed on him before. I... <laughs> I can understand why because it makes it makes it tough to grab him, but it was just it was just so super shiny. <laughs> All the reflections on him. He stands out enough anyway, he's so big. <laughs> yeah. Well it's built like a um an American footballer, isn't it? Yeah. Right, so um, the last question we, we asked this for everyone. If you could sum up football in three words, so that could be literally the three words, different words or a sentence, what would it be? An enjoyable, unpredictable adventure. That's a good one. It's a good one to start. Yeah, it's a different one that we've not had before as well, so fantastic. 
Uh, what we'll do as well is we'll link your YouTube channel. Can, can I just uh, ask one last question before we finish yeah. as well? Obviously, you started the YouTube channel uh, a few years ago now, I believe. Yeah, um, uh, May 2020. 2020, yeah, I think. May 2020. You've already won an award. for Was it Best Lower League Content 2021? Yeah, Best Non-League Content Creator. Yep. Where next for the YouTube channel? <laughs> um, I think it's all about just enjoying it. Um, uh, keep trying to grow the channel and um, yeah. keep keep being successful. But the main thing is, I think, as long as I keep enjoying myself, um, you know, I think the day I stop enjoying myself, the day recording football matches ruins my experience. That's when I think it will be time to give it up. But um, I've achieved uh, YouTube, something I'm really proud of. I've achieved so much, so much so far, uh, raising money for Blood Cancer UK at the start of my YouTube journey to winning an award. It, it's just incredible, and hopefully, more success to come. And hopefully, it does continue, and you keep working for it. So you never ever get annoyed and frustrated at f- filming at football grounds. No, <laughs> it never comes. It's no. certainly done you really well. It's done us, the viewers, even more pleasure as well. Yeah, and uh, it's it's all about creating great memories as well. Yes, it's somewhere to put your memories as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, well like we said, we'll we'll put it in the in the um, description below. So if anyone hasn't um, subscribed, what does watch our channel? Hopefully, they do go and do it because there's some fantastic. Um, content over there if you need any pre- predictions when we do when you do plays at Bramall Lane um, I'm happy to give you a little prediction for your video um, just message me and I'll do it for you if you want mate definitely mate definitely right Wait, is that, uh, that, that that's a I think that's a midweek game so I don't be, yeah. yeah I won't be going to that one but uh, a shame yeah. yeah there's always next season <laughs> well, well, maybe not next season, but we'll be yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for coming on. Enjoyed uh, that. I've really enjoyed it, guys. Thank you very much for uh, letting me come on today. No, thank you for for joining us, mate. We've kicked off season three in style, and um, I hopefully, fingers crossed, touch wood, that we they will uh, link up next week at Walsall Wood, along with Joe. I'll make sure I'll game on the on the phone in a minute. Like, come on, I'm doing this song. I'm gonna have to So uh yeah, roll on, roll it on. Thank you. Definitely. Thanks, mate. Cheers.